Welcome to the Cross the Line Podcast. My name is Carlos Smith, and I'm back on the road again today, and I have another special guest with me. He is the shoe plug here in Spartanburg, South Carolina, and right now I'm with the owner of Upstate Footwork, Mr. Patrick Hayes. How you doing? What's going on, man? I'm doing pretty good, man. I was looking around. You got a nice collection of shoes right here. I, I really like some of them. Some of them I can't even name. <laughs> but uh, but just starting out, just tell us, how did you actually get started? Uh, man, I've been doing shoes for years, man. Matter of fact, that's the reason I got my first job, too. Really? Um, but, you know, I, I've been doing uh, eBay and sneaker shows and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, I helped a kid open up a shop up in Charlotte. Uh, and I saw the potential down here. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's kind of one of those things down here, man. They kind of needed it. You know, right. so it was kind of a win-win for everybody, you know. So growing up, you were always like a shoe fanatic or is it something that you just grew into? Well, you know, when, you, when you're small, when you're younger, man, and you can't get those shoes that everybody else has or you can't afford them, man. It makes you want them worse and worse. So I was that kid, man. I got that job and started pulling them for myself. Right. You know? So so how long have you been in this area so far? Uh, Right now, about three years. Three years? Yeah. Did you have kind of like a, a business plan laid out when you began selling shoes or was it just something you just jumped yeah. into? You know, it was kind of, well, I kind of fell into doing the shoes, kind of, you know, just kind of sell them, you know, at the different places and stuff. But, you know, once I saw there was like a, a a business, a real a real need for this kind of thing, man, I just kind of prayed about it. I just kind of stepped out there, you know? Right. And shoes, shoes are actually, uh, I, I really didn't know how big it was uh, the shoe thing is because, you know, we when they have those specials where people just line up out the door and, oh, yeah. and do those different things. Do you have something like that where you have, or talk about some of the things that you do for your customers here. Uh, Man, I, I give twenty dollars off all the time. Matter of fact, we run a program for the kids around here too, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they get their report cards or their progress reports, it's two A's, two B's. I give them fifteen dollars off. Straight A's, I give them thirty dollars off. Right. So that that kind of encourages the youth a little bit, man. And, and we try and get you know regular customers trying you know trying throw them deals all the time, you know. Let's let's stick to um, a little bit about the education in school. Did you, growing up, did you have a hard time, like, focusing in school, or did you look for those kind of perks to keep you motivated? Yeah. Uh, you know, you know, a lot of kids on the school, I kind of struggle with that, man. Right. You know, you got to be motivated to kind of, kind of fall. You know, and if you don't have any motivation, man, there's nothing to push you. Right. You know, so if I can... You know, these companies can motivate these kids to get out here and line up, you know, for days to get these shoes. Absolutely. Let's let's use that to motivate them to do something else. You know, I'm I'm a small company. If I can do it, I know they can. Right. What what other things would you suggest that we could do as a society to keep kids motivated? Of course, you know, great school's not for everybody, so yeah. small some of the small things like like you were saying, just A's and B's or different and stuff like that to keep them keep them motivated to make good grades and get shoes. What other things would you suggest that we could do as a society to keep those kids more involved, make them want to keep their grades up? You know, honestly, man, just just pay attention. You know, a lot of a lot of parents now don't have time for their children. A lot of them don't talk to their children. You know what I'm saying? How many times have you seen a parent be shocked by something that kid did? It's like, no, nah, nah, no way, not my kid. Right. Um, you just want to be positive, man. Listen to them. Encourage them, you know. Never tell a kid they can't do something. Absolutely, you know what I'm saying. You you always want to put out put out positive vibes, man. Because um, you know, man, just a little bit of encouragement goes a long way. A lot of people don't really realize that, you know. Right. So as a shoe man, you know, of course you're in the business. You want to make money. You want to help people at the same time. Do you educate kids on 
sometimes not necessarily placing all their values on materialistic things because like, you know, shoes and things like that. Oh, yeah. I mean, that doesn't mean, do you try to educate them on that, those kind of things? Yeah, uh, because, you know, if you watch today's media, it's, it's all about what you have. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You need this to be considered somebody or you need this to be considered in a certain status, man. And, you know, as, as a kid, you kind of fall into that trap. You know, mm-hmm. you, you, wanna, you see the kids with the freshest shoes and you kind of want to be them. But the thing is, man, this stuff is come and go. And I was right. trying to tell these kids, don't stress about missing out on a pair of shoes. Because all they're going to do is retro them in a, in a few years anyway. Yeah, absolutely. You yep. know, so. I, I think I'm in a unique situation. Well, a good situation right now. It's only temporary because my, my kids, the oldest, my son, he's only four years old. So I remember taking him to the shoe store. And, you know, I'm, I'm kind of. I hate to kind of fall into that habit, but, you know, as parents, we want to make sure our kids have the nice things. Yeah. But, you know, I try to catch things on sale. So I took her to the shoe store one day and and uh, he saw some I saw a pair of Nikes. I wanted to get them. So I went and picked them up and showed it to him. But he just walked right past me. And he saw some Ninja Turtles yeah. on the wall. So he, he doesn't really care about yeah. those things right now. Yeah. But I know as he gets older, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things that's kind of. It's kind of like a trained behavior, man. Mm-hmm. Because if if you don't if you don't know it's an important thing to have fresh shoes or whatever, you don't you don't care. Exactly. Especially as a kid, you right? Know? Yeah, they they right now my my son my daughters they uh they like to see well, like the cartoon characters that they see on TVs. If they see them on a pair of shoes, they think it. yeah they they hey, think man, that man, it is hey, cool. I, I was the same way. Yeah, but you know I wish it was still this. I hope it stays that way. But I know as they get older and they get into school and. And they see everything on TV, the athletes and superstars on TV. I know that's some of the things are going to change. That's that's kind of what's missing right now, man. Because besides the athletes and the entertainers, you know, who, who do we have that's positive out here to look up to? Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? So you feel like kids nowadays are like programmed in a sense to just see whatever they see on TV. They think they, they yeah, have Yeah, you know, it's the media, man. All you see is you see people with stuff on online. Mm-hmm. When, when somebody puts themselves forward on an Instagram or Facebook, they try and they try and sell you on the most the most fictitious me. You know, this is me big time. Right. Right? And and you know that's that's cool. And that's if that's your thing. But I mean, it, it's not the stuff that makes you. Absolutely. You know, that's true. Do you think as parents, we kind of drop the ball? Like I said, it's to me. It, I'm a, I'm a little bit at fault, but I know I, I like I said I try to catch things on sale sale. But do you think as parents we need to kind of get away from that as well, not, not focusing too much on those because, you know, it's like, man, these kids, we don't want our kids to feel bad because they yeah. see other kids with these nicer things. So sometimes we might uh, pay more or get a little bit above our means and things like that. Do you feel like we need to kind of tone that down as well? I, I would I would say so. Um, you know, like I said, man, a kid, you know, especially a smaller kid, they don't care about it. Exactly, all this yeah. stuff, you know? Honestly, man, I really didn't even get excited about shoes or name brands until until girls came along. Right. And it made a difference. You know what I'm saying? But up until then, nah, we didn't care because you're going to go outside and tear them up anyway. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, So So with your business, what was the biggest fear that you had starting out when you moved to this area? Uh, As a matter of fact, were you you always, are you from this area, Spumberg, South Carolina? No, no. I'm originally from uh, Durham, Greensboro area. Oh, okay. So, um, well, my son is here. He's uh, he's four. Okay. So I wanted to do something to be closer to him, you know. Right. So, so he's kind of not even worried about. No, nah, he, you know, he right. I show him a new shoe, and he's like, eh, whatever, cool. 
what's the characteristics you think that a business owner in any field, what do you think they need to have to run a, a successful business? Um, you got to have faith. You know what I'm saying? You got to believe that God's going to make it work for you. Uh, honestly, I don't think you would take that step if you didn't think it was going to work anyway. Right. But you got you to gotta treat people right, man. You know, mm-hmm. treat people the way you want to be treated, man. It's, it's not a day that goes by that I don't give something away. Matter of fact, the little lady that just left me, you know, she said, I love you. I don't know that lady's name. Right. But I, I gave her granddaughter a pair of shoes made about six months ago mm-hmm. because they needed it. Right. You know? So, you, you know, you try, you try and do something nice every day for somebody, man. And I mean, just be positive and be positive by people. And that's that's gonna come back around for you. You know, I was getting ready. To, that's what I was gonna say. Is, you know, sometimes when you when you do things out of kindness of your heart, like you said, she might not. You might have. Yeah, you might have lost a little bit of money on the front of it, but you know, yeah. she might go tell some oh, other people man. what you did for. And but then she, you know, but you know, they needed it. And you know, mm-hmm. she walks around with an oxygen tank, man. You can tell she's trying to do right by the right. kids, man. You know, just do something. and don't even look for anything in return. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's that's nothing, man. Do you think that's what separates you from a Foot Locker, or Foot Action, or those different stores? Some of the things that you do, what what would you say kind of separates you from those competitors? It's, it's just like a big corporate thing. Uh, you know, they, they're going to be about numbers. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I could be about the numbers, and I could, you know, I don't know. If, I got a lot of stock in here right now. Now, if I put this stuff up online, it will probably sell very quickly. Um, but what happens is I'm trying to give back to my city. I try to give them the opportunity to get these shoes rather than pass them on online. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I could just make the money, mm-hmm. which is what these companies are geared for. But I, I would rather give back to the community and, and have it be a win-win mm-hmm. for everybody. So when, when you, you buy, so you sell shoes, trade them, you trade them as well? Mm-hmm. We'll, so, buy, we'll buy, sell, and trade what what do you look for when you when you trade trading shoes? Um, is it like a certain criteria you have for them? Or? No, well, they have to be at least at an eight out of condition. Condition. Mm-hmm. Um, we look at the uh, uh, the make of them. We look at the market, see what it's doing, um, and, and we kind of go from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is do you? How do you know what like the the value of a shoe is? Do you, some kind of way you look it up? Or? Well, there, there's different. You can look on eBay, see what they're going for on eBay. Um, you can use StockX or uh, go to kind of look and see what the shoe is doing. Or you can just kind of play it by ear. Yeah, you know I mean, if something's in the mall right now for 160 you know, I can sell it for 150 And then, then I cut somebody a $40 break off. And, you know, I make a little bit of money, too. You right. know, so. Is there a particular shoe? Because I'm not necessarily a shoe fanatic. I, I'm not the type of person that will go stand in line and wait hours for shoes. But but is there a particular shoe like over time that may increase that value may increase? Oh yeah, um, a lot of the collaboration stuff is is always um, in high demand. Uh, of course, you got you know your Yeezys and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. But it's usually like the 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 rarer stuff that that kind of builds up value as time goes by because it's harder and harder to find. Right. As time goes by, yeah, is, is it hard for you to get your hands on like the Yeezys or like some of the newer Jordans they they release or? Uh, not not now. Uh, you know, I, I've been doing this for a little while, now. so uh, you know we've 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 got pretty good relationships with a lot of folks, there. Right. and we and we try and you know try and make it work, try and get the shoes to the people. You know, right. as a businessman, who who do you go to for for your business advice? Like any of the mentors who. Um, actually, you know, uh, I talk to a lot of business owners, man. 
And, and you know, you, you learn something new every day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When I opened up down here, I didn't know a lot about the stuff that I know about now. I was just kind of taking that leap of faith and hoping this thing would work. Right. So I've, I've picked up quite a bit of knowledge over the, over the time, you know. And just talking, you know, you talk to different business owners. Uh, you know, there's a few business owners in this complex where I'm at. And you just kind of, and just older folks, just, you know, just talk and listen, man. You know, you'd be surprised what you learn. Right. So when you when you say you took that leap of faith and, you know, going into your business, what what was that moment for you where, where you knew that, okay, I'm, I mean, you may hit a rough patch here and there, but you knew that you could sustain your business. Uh, you know, I, I just kind of saw the potential of it. And, you know, doing these shows and, and seeing the kind of money you can make on it, it's just like, uh, I just I just knew it would work. You know, I, I quit a job. I had been a job for 10 years before I started doing this. Really? Yeah. So it's, was it another shoe business or just a... No, you know, just a, I worked at Walmart Distribution. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's like, you know, when you work for somebody, man, you know, of course it, you can pay your bills and get by. But in the end, it's just getting by. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But so when you actually start your own thing and you see the potential and how much how much better you do on your own than working for somebody, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a wonderful thing, man. I'm blessed, man. I can't complain. Yeah, because I, I, I know I got to a point, where, you know, for me, after graduating, my student loans kicked in. I was scrambling, working two jobs, just and I was still, you know, I was making good money, but at the same time, I was like, man, I, I just felt like a robot, just doing the same thing over same and over, thing. over and over and over yeah, again. Yeah. So, what what was it that made you just say, you know what, I'm just gonna quit and just go do this? This man, I, I prayed about it, bro. Mm-hmm. I just prayed about it, man, and, and I kept coming up with reasons not to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like this is too high. Or, it's going to be too much to do this. And every time I came up with a reason, man, God knocked that wall down, man. Um, I actually tried to get a spot uh, down near Camp maybe about half mile down the road. Mm-hmm. That was the first place I looked at. And, uh, you know, they, they turned me down. Uh, and, it, and, and so I was like, you know, that could have been it. But um, I found this place for half of what they wanted. And on top of that, their building stayed empty. It's empty to this day. Wow. Yeah, so. You think you want to stay in this spot or eventually move? I'm probably going to have to expand. Uh, mm-hmm. Luckily, I have I have a little bit of room up here where I can expand the building mm-hmm. a little bit. We just did the remodel, uh, but we've run out of space pretty right. fast. So the mall, you know, I know they say that a lot of times the mall is, is ex- the rent is expensive in the mall, but do you think you will want to be closer to your competition, or I mean, you're already close, but do you think you want to be in there with the competition, or is, do you like kind of being like a little bit away from it? I, I think for this type of business, man, this 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 center is probably a better a better fit because if I was, let's say, I was kind of deep inside the mall, where you'd have to park your car, carry whatever shoes you got all the way in the mall to the store, mm-hmm. and I mean, you know, what's the let's let's say it's a day that I just can't buy anything. Then you got to carry those all the way back to the car. Right. You know, right here, it's, it's pretty personal. I mean, you almost pull up to the front door, come in, you get out. Mm-hmm. And, and that, that kind of, I, I really think with this type of business is better for that kind of track. Right. What's, what's the most fulfilling part to you about running this kind of business? Um, just, you know, just having your own, man. Um, and and just doing your own thing, man. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's. It's, it's, I don't even know how to explain working for yourself. Man. Right. Um, 
but I also get a lot of joy out of putting kids on these smiles, like putting smiles on these kids' faces. Because, mm-hmm. you know, man, I've been a shorty, man, and, and you, you remember, like, when you were coming up, man, if some adult did something nice for you, man, you remember it to this day. It might not have been anything to them, and you could even say, hey, I remember when you did this for me, and they mm-hmm. might not even remember but it makes a difference in the kid's life. Man. Absolutely. Yeah. So what? Um, when customers leave here, what do you want them to walk away from with their experience? Just like, man, if, even if they didn't buy anything, just like, man, that's, that's a cool place to be. That's a cool atmosphere. Mm-hmm. You know, even if they come in here and don't buy anything, man, they can come in here and they can, we can talk shoes for hours. You right. Know what I'm saying? I mean, because it's, you know, it's a lot of history. It's a lot of shoes. Right. Yeah. And, and I know you were a shoe fanatic. So, what was your um, all-time favorite shoe growing up, or what is it to this day? What's your favorite shoe? All-time. Oh, no, it's, it's a lot. <laughs> and, and, and I probably won't know it because I, I'm not that shoe guy, but I know it'll be some sneakerheads that, that's listening that they'll check it out. So, what, what would you say is your all-time? Uh, I don't know if I got an all-time favorite, man, because it's just been so many shoes that I just like over the years. But my first... My first pair of J's that I bought with my own money. Uh, I remember asking my mom for a hundred dollars, bro. Mm-hmm. And she didn't even she didn't even give me an answer. She just kind of <laughs> gave me that look, like, "Come on, bro." So I went and got a job, got my first check. I was still two dollars short, and mm-hmm. she, she but it was a pair of Jordan threes, mm-hmm. fire reds, yeah. Sure and it and it probably made you feel make it more special to you because you actually work for it. It's something you actually work well, for. Well, yeah, it, it's something, and I had to say, and, and really. It, it kind of led to, it almost led me up to this point, man, because taking care of those shoes and learning different things about keeping them clean, mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of relevant to what, to what I do now, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Couple, a few more questions and then we'll wrap it up. Are, are you looking to, as a businessman, are you looking to explore any other kind of businesses that may not be business uh, shoe related? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and you just kind of look and and, and pick your opportunities, you know what I'm saying? You don't want to jump on anything quick. If it seems too good to be true, it, it probably is, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, basketball season is right around the corner. So what what shoe would you tell kids or any athletes that's playing basketball? What's, what's the shoe that you think would you give them, advise them to pick up? Um, As far as performance-wise, I'd say some of the newer Adidas uh, with the boost in them is probably mm-hmm. better. Um, if you're going for looks and, you know, trying to turn heads, I, I, you know, Jordans were good back in the day. Right. By performance standards, they don't do too well today. Right. So I, I would go with some of the, the higher line Nike stuff or the, mm-hmm. the, the stuff from Adidas. What do, you, what do you think is the best uh, shoe brands in Nike, Jordan, or Adidas? Which one do you think is the top notch for you? Right now, comfort-wise, definitely Adidas. Adidas, yeah. Um, that's but that's from a comfort standpoint. Style wise, just because of the history uh, of you know things past, uh, I, I go with Nike. So go with Nike. Yeah. Uh, my final question for you is: What is your ultimate goal? You know, I, I really, I really think that we kind of get lost in that finish line thing, man. Because mm-hmm. all you see is the end. You know what I'm saying? And, and nobody really enjoys the journey. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I take. Every day, every day is a blessing. You take every day one by one. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I just, I just want to just get better. You know, it's no set goal because really, man, I, I'm blessed as it is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, 
you just kind of keep aiming and just keep doing good, and, and, and there's really no telling what the future is. I know, I know I said that was my last question. It just made me think what you said about seeing the finish line. And, but is, is there anything in your journey that you think you would have done differently to get to where you are? Um, I have this talk a lot, man, because, uh, you know, I, I, I just found my, my birth parents not too long ago. Wow. So it's... It's crazy because if you think about it, if you go back and you change any one thing, then you're possibly not at the point you are right now. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and that includes, I mean, just one little thing, one little change could change everything. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? At, at, you know, with my parents, let's say I'm not adopted, then, then maybe I'm not even sitting here talking to you right now. Mm -hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because maybe I'm a different person with a different upbringing. So, so was that something you were you were looking for? Like, have you been you were searching for him the whole time, yes. or? Yeah, well, I've been searching for him for for quite a few years now. Wow. So you were adopted, yeah. and uh, and you you knew that growing up that you were adopted, or yeah. just oh wow, yeah. Yeah. I learned that like after my after my mom passed, um, my godmother told me, you know, what I'm saying because she didn't want any other family members to tell me or anything. But you know, it, it wasn't a problem, and it's in in hindsight, man, I, I was really blessed with the best situation I could be blessed with, right. and, and didn't even know it. You know what I'm saying? Right. And everything happens for a reason. I'm, I'm happy that you found them, I'm, and I'm happy for everything, yeah. the success that you're having right now. Um, Pat, I really appreciate you. Before we get out of here, do you have any social media, any advice you want to give people to uh, how to find you? Yeah, man, follow us on Instagram definitely at um, Upstate Footworks. Uh, we're on Facebook at, uh, at Upstate Footworks as well. Um, we're working on a website um, that's going to be UpstateFootworks.com, and um, just you know keep you know keep checking on it, man. Uh, Instagram is kind of the best way to keep up with inventory. Mm -hmm. As soon as we get it, get it ready, we post it straight to Instagram. All right, there you have it. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Till next time, keep chasing dreams. This is Cross the Line Podcast. Thank you for listening.